Brad and I don't come from money. So any money we've earned has been because we worked our booties off. We're not smarter or more talented or more deserving of money than anyone else. After spending years growing a business rooted in a mission of giving back, Brad and Stephanie are here to give strength to all areas of your life. Get ready to hear from experts in every field, from finance and fitness to mindset, relationships, and entrepreneurship. This is the Give Strength Podcast. Welcome to the Give Strength Podcast today, guys. We are bringing you a mini episode with just Stephanie and myself. We're calling these the quickie. Wait, are we really calling? We are. It's just been decided. <laughs> that happened. You can't just make an executive decision it like that. It just happened. She didn't record, and I was like, we, I'm sneaking this in. We're not going to talk about it beforehand. Uh... And this is how it goes. So... <laughs> This might be the only episode called The Quickie, but for now, you guys are hearing it, and it's called The Quickie. Well, in this short episode, Brad, what are we talking about? Today, we are going to talk about five financial steps that you can take during this COVID-19 epidemic. Yeah, so Brad and I were pleasantly surprised when all this went down that we were just fine financially. Um, We lost about 90% of our income very quickly. Just 90, guys. Just 90. So that that other 10 was holding on strong. But fortunately, um, you know, we've been very diligent about our finances. So we've been saving, we've been investing. So as of right now, we're fine and we should be fine for the rest of the year if things still go as they do. So we just wanted to share some of the information we've been using. We wanted to give you some tips because we know that you know, financial insecurity is real, that a lot of America is in debt. A lot of America has lost their jobs right now. So we want to give you some hope. And this is, you know, a really big time for opportunity. So we can revamp our finances, we can get ourselves on track, and we can make sure that you are set for the future in case something like this ever happens again. Awesome. So let's get into it, guys. Our first step, this step is something that everyone should take advantage of. It is reassess how much money you are actually bringing in. Yeah, so if you did lose your job or your hours were cut or if you're running a business and you lost 90% of your income, you just need to put it on paper and be very real about what money is coming in right now. It could be the same as it's always been. It could be drastically different, but you need to know what that number is. And for my money avoiders out there, it, that means you just got to figure it out for the first time, right? Take this time, take this moment. See how much money you make, and let's make a budget. Yeah, so let's get real for a second, Brad. Um, when I first suggested well, this <laughs> years ago. I think I suggested it. No, no, definitely not. I changed the memory in my head, and oh, now it's me. That's convenient, however you want to remember it. Mm-hmm. But uh, there was some resistance there. You didn't want to see the numbers, right? I did not want to see the numbers. Uh, definitely a money avoider growing up. Um, wasn't like stressed about the money situation, but also didn't want to see it, didn't want it to leave the bank. Basically didn't want to write the check because then it leaves the bank account. So it's easier just to avoid it than to look at what's going on. In theory, but then you forgot to pay bills and ran into issues. There was only a couple of times that the lights got shut off because I didn't pay the bill. <laughs> only like maybe two to four times. Yeah, as I'm sitting on the couch trying to do work and everything shuts off in our apartment. That was fun. That was good times. 
basically what spontaneity I'm spontaneity is like very important to manage <laughs> spontaneity losing yeah. losing your power and having to pay big fees to get it back on right. <laughs> that's a that's a conversation for another time but no honestly you guys Brad is uh, you know like he said a money avoider and I get it or he used to be he's grown a lot in that but um I get it it's scary to look at your bank account especially if it's smaller than you think it was or the smaller than it was before but knowing is so much more powerful than not knowing. And you need to know this number, guys. So write it down, how much you're making every month right now as is. All right, which leads <laughs> us to step number two. Step number two is to figure out your minimum monthly burn. Meaning how much money do you need minimum for groceries, for rent, for insurance payments, the stuff that's not going to go away, the stuff that you have to have to live. Yeah, so this is not um, Hulu. This is not Netflix. This is not FabFitFun. <laughs> so maybe to Brad, that $10 or no, however much. <laughs> no, so not clothing, not makeup, not anything like that, you guys. This is essentials, things you need to live. So like Brad said, that's usually rent or mortgage. That's uh, whatever utilities. That's whatever minimum credit payments you have to make. So make a list of essentials and not essentials and then all those essentials, that's your minimum monthly burn. That's the money you need to survive every month. So yeah, we're going to categorize it as that. But also like since we're doing this practice, all those other expenses, if you're going to keep doing them, then you're going to want to know that number as well. But the minimum monthly burn just allows us people that might not be making as much money as we used to, to really figure out how much money you need to survive through this pandemic. Totally. And once you have step number one and two done, you can look at those non-essentials. So the makeup, the $8 latte we bought at Alfred yesterday. It's so good though. What is it? What's the latte? <laughs> the, my favorite latte. It tastes so good. It's the dirty favorite. chai with two shots and oat milk. Oh my God, guys. So if good. you haven't had that, <laughs> you need to try that. It's got to be ice. I mean, it doesn't have to be ice, but like it should be ice. Brad, this um, is not a coffee episode. No, no, it's, it's a coffee episode. It's important. Okay, okay. Fair. So for Brad, that $8 in the central. No, you guys, it's a non-essential. But once you look at your finances and you decide, you know what, I've got money left over and you want to buy that $8 latte, buy it. That's totally fine. But you need to know that you have the money. Step number three. Number three. This is my favorite one. Yeah, I think we're also going to kind of split step number three into kind of two categories as well. So category one of step three is... I don't know. You split it. I just split it. Guys, quickie, <laughs> things happen quick. And she's just not keeping up. Okay, okay, okay. First category is contacting your creditors to get your payments lowered, your interest rates lowered, your basically everything lowered. Yeah, so right now, um, any federally held student loans are automatically deferred for six months. Um, but you can call if you have a car payment or a car lease or any personal or business loans or just credit cards call them, put some hours aside in your day, maybe one or two, and call all of them and see if you can either lower payments, lower interest rates, or extend deadlines. So this is just to buy yourself a little bit of time to stay cash positive if you need to. The other day I called Amex, and we have an Amex Platinum card, which is a high annual fee, so it's $550, I think, a year. Um, and then all the benefits are travel-related, so they're room upgrades and access to uh, lounges at airports and that kind of thing, which obviously we're not using right now. This is not an Amex. 
<laughs> I can talk about this credit card actually all day. I love this credit card. If you're going to get one, that's the one to get. Um, but basically I called them and I said, Hey, love the card, love using it. I'm obviously not using these benefits right now. Is there anything we can do? And they said, sure, let's give you a $300 statement credit. So Boom. boom, $300 right there, you guys. So check out your credit card companies. Even if all they do is lower your interest rate or extend deadlines, you know, you're buying yourself a little bit of time and you are saving yourself some money. So call all your creditors. Yeah. And if they're lowering interest rates, but you are going to be paying it off for the next eight to 12 months, like that can add up to some serious money as well. Yeah. Category two of step three. So 3.5. <laughs> is getting rent deferments, things like that. And the reason I put it in a separate category is because if you can pay your rent, you're going to have to pay it eventually. Your landlord's a person too who kind of rely on those rent payments so they can make their mortgage payments. Um, so if you can, if you are working, we want to make sure you pay those. But if you aren't working or your hours were cut or something like that, now's the time to contact your landlords ahead of time not just don't pay your rent, not just say, well, you can't charge me a fee and you can't evict me. So ha 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 ha. Um, contact them ahead of time and see what kind of deferments you might be able to get. Yeah. Like Brad was saying, if everyone just stopped paying rent or stopped paying their mortgages, we would run into some major financial issues with our economy, you guys. So if you can pay, please keep paying. If paying is a little bit scary right now and you need to stay cash positive, like Brad said, call them ahead of time. People are way more, more willing to work with you and negotiate with you if you let them know ahead of time that you're not paying. Um, there are different regulations throughout the country as far as deferments. In Los Angeles, I know there's a 12-month, uh, you can you just basically have 12 months to pay your rent if you skip it for the next couple months, right? Yeah, you basically put down however much you can. So let's say your rent is $2,000 a month. Say so you can put down $500 for your month's rent then the $1,500 would get split up amongst the next like three, six or 12 months. Yeah. So you need to set that up with your landlord. You can't just not pay. Yes. And those payments are coming eventually again. So if you can pay them, you might as well just pay them now. And that way you don't have to try to like juggle your finances because then you might get yourself in a situation where you spend the money and now you don't have the money and you have to pay rent. Yeah, my suggestion would be if you are going to defer, still act like you are paying rent. Put it in a separate savings account. Do whatever you need to do. So if your rent is $2,000 a month, take that and put it in a separate account and just let it be there. It's there in case of emergency, but you still have it because you're going to have to pay the rent. No one's getting free rent right now. All right. Step number four here is... Sign up for as much free money as you possibly can. Money, 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 money. Get that free money. So there have been a lot of government and private business uh, relief funds set up. We do know now that the PPP, the Paycheck Protection Program, ran out of money. They're trying to refund it. Um, but small businesses or independent contractors even, um, there are some protections and there are some funds for you. Because the PPP ran out, that's showing us that the people that signed up first got money first. So time is of the essence of these. Sign up for them. And there are loans, there are forgivable loans, there are grants. So grants are just free money. And a lot of those are set up. I know Verizon had some, T-Mobile a lot of big companies that have a lot of funds, they're just setting up grants. Those could be $1,000, $2,000, $10,000. So I would suggest Googling 
your city, your county, Googling whatever work you're in. So there's artist funds, there's performing artist funds, there's, you know, a ton of different funds for people. Go try and get some free money. This is also going to include unemployment, guys. So if you've already been let go, make sure you get unemployment. If you're an independent contractor or business owner, I believe those applications open on April 28th. That is for California. California. Uh, so other places are already open. Um, and on the 28th, they are suggesting that people get paid out within a couple of days if you apply that day. I'm anticipating that site crashing. Oh, it's going to crash over. <laughs> and things not working You're out. You're not getting your money out of 20 <laughs> You might. But the thing is, go try and sign up as soon as possible because if funds get depleted, this is a very strange time, you guys. And if the money goes away, the money goes away, right? So yeah, guys, a huge caveat for this one is do not count on that money until it is in your account. So just mm -hmm. because you filed an application doesn't mean you're guaranteed to get that money. We saw one program already ran out of money. We've seen delays. The government's trying to do basically everything really fast and history shows us the government does nothing fast. So things are going to slow down. Things are gonna take longer than expected. So don't budget that money until it's actually in your bank account. Yes, absolutely. All right, and the final step, step number five. The scariest step, the most fun step. Find ways to earn more money. Yeah, and we get it. That sounds like we are making something sound really simple. That's not. Um, Brad and I don't come from money. Just putting that out there. So any money we've earned has been because we worked our booties off, right? So we're not smarter or more talented or more deserving of money than anyone else. You guys. give me those affirmations every morning. So now true. I'm feeling true. I do like tell. you've been lying to me. <laughs> Actually, I think those are the affirmations I give the dogs and you just overhear them. I thought you were talking to me. <laughs> no, those are for our dogs. Oh. I give my dogs affirmations every morning. It's not working. But <laughs> you guys, that's just saying that, sure, we're all handed different lots in life, right? Like some of us have it a lot easier. Some of us have it a lot harder. Don't use that as an excuse to not make as much money as you want to make. The cool thing is too, you guys, if you make more money and if you are comfortable right now, the people that are comfortable are the ones writing checks to relief funds, are the ones providing money to people that really don't have any other options right now. If you want to be that person, figure out ways to make more money. Yeah, guys, a little bit of tough love here because I mean, I already see it happening. I know it's going to happen. I'm going to have friends, family, people that I follow on Instagram start posting things about how they didn't get something and then that's the reason why they became bankrupt and that's the reason why they can't do the things they want to do. And I feel for you and I am empathetic to it, but like you have to just realize like that's a possibility. So you have to have a plan B. Yeah, and we're empathetic because we've been there. We totally get it. And that's why we're doing this podcast right now, is to give you some tools. So we're giving you the tools, go do it. So some ideas for making money. Right now, you guys, everyone's on the same playing field. So people are doing Zoom and Instagram Live, and they're not going into fancy studios. A lot of people don't have the fancy lighting. We bought some lights for like 70 bucks online or something, and there's much cheaper ones. Um, so there's cheaper, there's more expensive. So do what you got to do. Go buy your podcasting equipment. Go start selling a course online. I know people that sell courses and it's just 
Google Docs, like shared Google Docs, and that's the course, and they charge money for it. So if you have something you can provide to the world, start providing it. Go bake some bread. Go make some soap. Do what you got to do. Start putting more money in your bank account. And if creating seems scary to you, there's ways to monetize maybe like things in your closet. Like there's Poshmark where you can sell clothing. There's different ways of like, selling things that you're not going to super miss just to make sure you're getting some extra cash. Yeah. Get into that Marie Kondo, clean out your, you know, home, get into those closets, sell some things. Even if you sell for not very much money, you're still making money that you didn't have. Now I know a lot of hesitation out there in earning more money is that you don't have a complete plan and that hesitation stops you from doing anything. So people think like, well, I need to start a business. Then I need to create a product and my product I have to source and I have to get it manufactured. I have to do all these things. And then that stops you from doing anything at all. Um, So don't let that get in the way right now. Right now we're just in the starting phases of that. So I like to just think of it very simple. What skills do I have and how can I use those skills to help people? Because that's every product and business and service on this planet. It's so true. You guys just solve a problem and that problem can be small or big. It can be the fact that people are hungry right now. It can be that people need more masks. People are making tons of money selling masks right now. Brad's friend converted his flag making company into a mask making company. So pivot if you need to. If you're worried about inventory and all those things, people have very lucrative drop shipping companies on Amazon. So you are basically just the middleman. Someone else is producing it. Someone else is buying it. You just get it from point A to point B. So there's ways to make money right now. Don't make excuses, find solutions, right? So we're not looking at obstacles. We're looking at solutions. Yeah. And if you don't want to make a product right now, think about what service you could use to help people. So there's a million people out there right now who are starting podcasts and things like that, and they don't know how to make graphics. Do you know how to make graphics? There's people who need editing. There's people who need these things. So what are you good at and how can that help people? Yes, and just start offering it to people. Let everyone know that you are offering this service. Tell them to tell their friends. People are also really willing right now, if they do have money, to contribute to other people. So do what you got to do. Start growing that bank account a little bit more because we don't know how long this is going to go and we don't know if this will happen again. Well, we know something like this will definitely happen again. Maybe not a virus, maybe it's a housing bubble, maybe it's whatever, but we've seen this in our lifetime before and we'll probably see it a couple more times. Awesome, Beth. Did we just finish our first quickie? No, that's not what it's called. It's called the quickie. <laughs> you guys, we are done. No, if you want some more information, please go to givestrengthwellness.com. Um, we do have a free download there. So Oh yes. Yeah. That's the so, best part. Yeah. It's To help you do these five steps, go to givestrengthwellness.com and enter your email. You can download a free budget guide. So that's printable. You can print it out. It's going to help divide into essentials and non-essentials. It's also going to have you track your income, whether that is from one source or multiple sources. And then it's got some steps to financial freedom. We're talking paying down debt, some techniques for that, as well as saving and investing. So wherever you're at, check that out. And I think we've got a blog post up that's reiterating these five steps, right? Yeah. Brad wrote a blog post. Guys, talk <laughs> about doing things that you never thought you would do. Brad I is. never <laughs> thought I would be on a podcast. I never thought I would blog. But you know what? I did it. Yes. Now is the time. It, it, it feels like a scary time, you guys, but it's 
a time of opportunity. Our schedules are different. Our bank accounts look different. Our day-to-day looks drastically different. So instead of sitting in the discomfort and sitting in the fact that there's a little bit of scary stuff happening and there's a little bit of uncertainty, know that this is no rules anymore, right? So write your own rules, rewrite your life, rewrite your bank account, just jump in and do it. All right, then. (laughs) There it is. Let's jump in. The quickie. Have a good one, guys. Thank you for listening to the Give Strength Podcast. You can give strength to our mission of bringing you valuable and interesting episodes by rating, reviewing, and subscribing. 